0: we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. I'm your host, Meredith Steidler, and this is episode 67, The Treasure of Giving. Have you ever heard of Giving Tuesday? On November 29th, 2022, people all around the world are coming together to tap into the power of human connection and strengthen communities and change our world. Bible to School is thrilled to participate in Giving Tuesday, a global generosity movement. With this in mind and Thanksgiving right around the bend, we're going to hear from Corey and Lee today as they talk about the treasure of giving and also share some inspiring stories of kids who have shown great generosity. Be sure to visit us at Bibletoschool.com. That's Bible the number two school.com. We would love for you to participate with us in Giving Tuesday on November 29th. Your gift of any amount will help us in our mission to teach the Bible to children attending public school and inspire hope, showing them their unique value in Christ and equipping communities across the nation to do the same. You'll also want to like us on Facebook and Instagram and check out our blog. All this information is easily accessible in our show notes. So go to BibleToSchool.com and click on the resources tab for all this and more. Ready to hear some tangible ways to be generous? Lean in and join Corey and Lee's conversation now.
1: Well, hey, Corey, how are you today? Good, Lee. How are you doing? Good. So amazing here in West Michigan. It is fall, friend, and the colors are amazing.
2: I'm in Pennsylvania, and there's lovely colors out there, too. It's one of my favorite times of year. Absolutely. Me, too. And you know the holiday that's coming up right around the corner,
1: Thanksgiving, my very favorite.
2: It's my boy's very favorite because every year my husband does something different with the turkey. Sometimes he roasts it in bacon. Sometimes he, you know, grills it out on the grill. He does all kinds of stuff with that turkey. We don't know what's coming next with that turkey this year.
1: That's hilarious. We usually just keep ours in the oven. But some people dip them into a fryer and that sounds fun too.
2: Don't give him any ideas,
1: okay? Please. <laughs> I, I'll i keep it away from Blaine Pennypacker. Well, friend... Giving Tuesday is right around the corner, right after Thanksgiving, and we're so grateful for our friends that are generous with Bible to School and just have generous hearts in general. But, Corey, talk to us about Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday
2: is a global effort to just highlight generosity, and we this is our first time being involved with it this year, and it's right after Cyber Monday. Everybody knows Cyber Monday. Well, the next day is Giving Tuesday, November 29th. And so we just thought it would be a great time to get involved and, you know, invite people to be involved with us and also involved with any of your favorite nonprofits that are doing good work out there. A lot of them, Lee, a lot of them. I think it's so
1: fun to set aside a day where we're thinking about someone other than our family or our own gifts that are going to be exchanged in between us. But to think about what God is doing on the planet right now and really Corey, we're always talking
2: about the kids, but teaching kids to give is really important too. Oh, it's a very important lesson because a while back I did a Bible study um, called Experiencing God with, by Henry Blackaby. And I learned that how you experience God is by going to where he's working, like look to where he's working and going and then joining him there, like participating in where he's working. And to teach children that through giving is huge with their time, talent, their treasures, especially our treasures, because that's where our heart is, isn't it? It is where our heart is.
1: And it really is not possible to do that, to figure out where our heart is until we're tested in that loyalty, you know, until we have the opportunity to give towards
2: something. We don't know where our heart is. That's true. That's true. And many young children don't have the opportunity. And I think as adults around them, whether you're a mom, a dad, a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, whatever you are to a child, to have them participate in giving with you is really, really cool. And especially if you're giving to something that is kingdom work, something that God is doing and and you're joining him there and you're highlighting that with the children.
1: Mm It's so good. My son, Ryan, I really believe has the spiritual gift of giving Corey, but I didn't know that until we gave him something to give away. And so- you know, maybe when he was a toddler or early elementary school, he would give us Legos, you know, here, mom, mm-hmm. I want to give you something. And and it would come this small gift that he had available to give. But as he started to earn an allowance or even get birthday money or something like that, Corey, every time a dollar gets into his hand, he's trying to figure out how to spend it on someone else. And you know, until you put a dollar into a kid's hand or a resource into a kid's hand, you really don't know.
2: You don't. You don't. And I I have a story about a Bible to school family. They they some of them volunteer, some of the kids were involved in the program, but they do in the summertime, they do a lemonade stand. And the kids, the parents will give them some money and they'll buy all the lemonade stuff for whatever's needed. And they, you know, even put it out in social media. The whole family gets involved and they're giving it toward the homeless, the local homeless shelter because, you know, they could give out food and because the kids' hearts were broken. Mom, these kids don't have a place to sleep. Mom, these kids don't have any any food. You know, what what's going on with that? But yet if you, you, you can show the kids this is happening in the world, but to be a solution is so awesome. I mean, it, it just perks these kids up and I know them personally, and they definitely get more out of it than I think the homeless shelter does.
1: Mm, Yep, I'm sure that's true. Corey. I'm thinking that it probably is important that we help our kids see the needs that are happening in the world around them. And I know that it's important how we present those needs. Have you seen this done well? And what are you learning? in this process.
2: I have seen this done well. And I keep bringing up Bible to school examples because I'm very immersed in with these families and these kids. A while back, uh, maybe 12 years ago, when I first started a Bible to school, there was a school in the city that we were serving and our, our volunteer teams were going there. And we noticed that they didn't have a playground fence, that all the balls would go out into the street, that anybody could walk onto that that playground during the day. And mm. it was not a safe thing. And the city, we inquired about it. And the city said, you know, it's going to be, an, it's it's on the list, but it's a low priority. And they were struggling that year. So some of the volunteers took it on, some of the leaders took it on themselves to raise money for the kids, the families, everybody. I mean, they weren't even from, a lot of them weren't even from that community. They were just volunteering and they raised enough money for a playground fence. And I don't know if you know much about how things, much things cost, but it was unbelievable. And first of all, the school couldn't believe it. they were They were just amazed by the generosity. But the beaming of the faces of the kids that were giving the money, of the families that were giving the money, was just precious. And so when we go by that that particular school all the time I'm thinking that's the generosity actually being shown tangibly and the love of God being shown tangibly to that school, but also it just lives you experience that kids experienced what it's like to be working to be participating where God is working. Mm-hmm. I think that's so good. And I think that God lays certain
1: things on each individual's heart. So God already has good works prepared in advance for us to do. And so it's kind of our joy to figure out what that passion is inside of our child, what in particular will spark. And then just to assume that God's gonna move in their hearts and help them do that. And so we've seen some amazing gifts to Bible to
2: School from teenagers, right? Well, it was from teenagers, but I have to back up and tell you the whole story about that. So we were receiving checks in the mail from a particular event that we had. I had received one from this company, you know, and I knew the last name was a family company. You know, I thought, wow, they're very generous there. It was, it was an amazing gift. And then a, a, cu- a couple of days later, I received a check in the mail from the same last name, but this, you know, woman's name, you know, it was, uh, I will say Sally Smith. And so I'm like, Sally Smith, I don't remember anybody in that, uh, you know, the adults in that family at all ha- having that name. And and it, it was $1,000. And I'm like, wow, well, maybe it's the grandmother. Maybe it's the aunt. You know, I, I didn't know. And then I received another one, another $1,000 with another name, Mary Smith. And, and I had no idea. This, so I finally call up the dad and I say, you know, I... <laughs> Who are these people? And your your family is so generous. Who are these people? And they said, well, that's my 16-year-old daughter. That's my other 18-year-old daughter. They work in the summer with summer jobs. And they came to your event and said, we want children to know about Jesus in the public school. And so they gave their money to Bible to School because God moved in their hearts, because they saw where God was working and they wanted to join him there. And here's the other kicker. I called, I asked him if I could call up the girls, and I did. And I talked to one of them. I didn't get a hold of the other one, but I caught to one of them right away. And I said, you know, like I do with, we do with all of our donors when we thank them. I said, well, how can I pray for you, honey? And she answered me, man, that, that I could do God's will. And I thought, you are doing God's will. <laughs> <laughs> honey, you are doing God's will. And it's not the amount, it was just that they were giving from, you know, they were giving their first fruits. And I know God is definitely blessing that. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to school kids. My mom says she connects with God every day. How do you do that? Children are so observant, aren't they? We talk a lot about being intentional with discipling our children and the children around us. And sometimes that means being intentional with our own spiritual disciplines, like reading the Bible, and praying, so we can continue to grow in faith and set the example for our family. Kudos to this mom for incorporating God into everyday conversation and inviting her child into a pattern of connecting with God on a daily basis. Pointing out to kids great real-life examples when we see them really makes an impact and answers this question well. Well, there's got to be some
1: commonalities between the hearts of kids that are giving? What kinds of things do you see that these giving kids have in common?
2: Well, all the time when we see this at Bible to School and in, our, and in my life as well, there's two things that kind of rise to the top that they have in common. First of all, they are focused not only on loving others, but they're focused on loving others with what they have. Like you just said, with your son Ryan, with their, their Legos or their time, their talent, their treasure, whatever they have, they're bringing it to you. And what a beautiful picture of us bringing our, whatever we have to God in, in our hands to, to our Heavenly Father. So that's what these kids are teaching me. The second thing is that they desire to participate in God's blessing. They don't want to miss it. They don't want to miss the blessing, you know, of, of be participating and, and helping others. I know my family, we have a Christmas tradition. We started a long, long time ago. And we had the kids, I know a lot of people do Operation Christmas Child, which the the shoeboxes that you put together for kids overseas, which I know is so impactful. We did that. But then when they got a little older, we said, hey, what if we all pulled our money together? You guys give whatever you want to give and we we had them give whatever they want to give and then we will match that whatever you guys decide to give. And they gave a lot, pretty much. And then we are anonymously as a family going to give it to somebody, decide somebody in our lives that we know needs it just this Christmas season. And we're going to send it to them in the mail in cash and with with nobody knowing who gave it. And they love that. They think that's the greatest thing. And again, creative ways to Use your time, talent, and treasure, but focusing on what we have, but also not missing that blessing that we can participate in God's blessing for others as he uses us. I love that. That's such a good idea.
1: You know, I think that generosity is often born out of thankfulness. It's just a recognizing how much God has given to us and responding accordingly. And really, when we think about it, Corey, I was thinking before we got on here that God didn't withhold his own son from us. Scripture says he graciously gives us all things. And sometimes it's easy to look at our checkbooks and go, have a lot. But in reality, God's always providing the thing that he wants us to give back to him. So he's not calling us to give something that we don't necessarily
2: have it's just what he has given returning it back to him well the other thing too is that you're paying attention around you and i think that christmas thing of what we do with our kids is they're paying attention to who has needs like they're not just Mm. hearing it and then moving on with their life they're thinking about well how could how could i help them how could we help them how could our family help them. And that is something that I think you might think that might be, you know, inborn and some kids do that better than others. But you got to teach people to do that, like to pay attention to the small things and details. And I think it's important to teach our, our kids that by pointing it out, like you said, pointing things out. Some kids do it naturally, like like Brian does, but some kids need a little help in that area. So if you're an adult out there and you have kids around you, I would say, make sure you're pointing things out of where you can be generous or where you can help, or where, "Hey, why don't you go rake your, your neighbor's leaves? She's elderly, you know? That's generosity. That's giving of your time. So just giving them suggestions so that they know that they can be aware of where they can be working, where God is working. and, and then they start identifying themselves. I
1: Think even if the kids aren't ours. Inside of our homes, it may be at a program or Bible school or the kids that are in your life. To just ask the question, what do you think that person needs? So, for example, we drive through a part of town that is low income, and windows are broken or boarded up, or we know that they go to a school that's really struggling. Like we ask the question, okay, it's Thanksgiving time, okay, it's Christmas time, or any time really. What do you think that family needs right now? What would be a blessing to them? I love that question because. Often the kids have better ideas than I do, and so kid on kid is fun. That's the that's the shoebox shopping, right. you know, to take your eight year old into a store and say, "Okay, so we're shopping for an eight year old. What does an eight year old like?" And then the ideas are endless, right?
2: <laughs> they certainly are. I remember saying to my kids, "That won't fit in a shoebox, but that's a nice idea." <laughs> so, yeah, right, but, yeah, that ministry is de- definitely. Has uh, really opened kids' eyes, I, and I love that. You can piggyback off of that, and l- definitely get people to get kids to be aware of what they, what's around them, what needs are around them. I have to tell you something. I, I, one of the things, even if you, and we in America here are wealthy. I mean, we we definitely are. We have we have many things that we need. I was talking with a, a gentleman who has a gift of wealth. And, and he taught me something really interesting. I said, you know, I'm, I'm not comfortable with wealth and you're teaching me how to talk to you. And he said, well, you know, a gift of wealth is something that is, I have a big responsibility. It's a big responsibility to have that these gifts that God has given me and to know what to do with them. So could you pray for me for wisdom and knowing mm-hmm. how to give my gifts and how to, how to do that? And I thought that was really interesting that he looked at that as a, a big responsibility of uh, the gift of wealth. So, you know, I, that's another thing with, with kids is that, hey, you, God gifted you the, this, this money or whatever it is. It's a responsibility to find God's will and know how to give. So it really is a, something, that a habit, a, a skill, a gift uh, that you have to hone in kids and it, it intentionally but it's participating in where it's experiencing God. That's how you experience God. I think that's all great, Corey. And
1: I really think that as we come upon Giving Tuesday, we'd like to submit Bible to school for consideration because God is working here in Bible to school. And Corey, I know that there are all kinds of updates that you text me and email me, and it just keeps me completely fired up. But do you have any new things that God is doing here at Bible to School that you want to brag on God about?
2: Well, yes. What we've learned in the past two years is that we have increased 44% before the pandemic. So our classes, number of classes and the children that are reaching has increased 44%. And we're definitely going into many different other states and things like that but I have a, a God story to tell you from Bible to School. This volunteer has generously given their time, and this is what they told us. This is how they were blessed. They said that this first-time attendee, a second grader, came to Bible to School this week. It happened this week. She said, I sat with her on the drive from the school to the church, and because we take them off-site to teach them the Bible in the middle of the day, and then she asked me to sit with her on the way from the church back to school. At the end and she was sharing with me how she had a kit kat in her lunch and i proceeded to ask her like who, who packs your lunch your lunch and she told me that her grandfather packs her lunch and that her father had left them and she hasn't seen them since she was a baby this volunteer said i was so thankful that she was comfortable telling me but it broke her heart thinking about you know what kids go through but she had asked her a question about her mom. And she said, well, my mom's in a wheelchair and the doctors aren't sure what's wrong with her. And I said, you know, you're, you're worried about that, aren't you? And she said, yes. The volunteer said, well, can we, pr- have you ever prayed for her? And she looked at her and she said, very sadly, she said, no, I don't know how to pray. And so this volunteer giving of her time and her talent, being generous, shared with her that praying is just simple talking to God. Simply talking to God, and they prayed for her together on, right until they got off the bus. So that's what—you don't want to miss the blessing. That's what I, I always tell people about generosity with your time and your money and your talent. You just don't want to miss the bus. And mm-hmm. with Bible to School, we were very privileged and feel very honored that people would give to us or they would give of their time to us to this mission so that we can reach the children who don't know how to pray who don't know who Jesus is in our public schools.
1: Mm, Corey, we often complain about the atmosphere in our schools, but we continue to go in and bring light into dark places like Bible to school. I mean, it really is a game changer in the lives of kids who have no access to the gospel at
2: all. Yeah, our culture is definitely not conducive to the gospel. And most kids think that Jesus is a swear word. So we definitely are, are out there on the front lines. And if you would like to join us on Giving Tuesday, we would love to have you. We'd be honored for you to be on our team.
1: Well, Corey, I'm so excited that we've gotten to have this conversation and that Giving Tuesday is just around the corner. So if our friends that are listening would like to give to Bible to School, Corey, how do they do that?
2: Well, they can go to our website, BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, School.com. And you'll have a, a tab there where you will say Giving Tuesday, and you can go there and get all the information you need. So,
1: oh, and we can't wait to meet new friends. Corey, as we wrap up together, I know that you have a cold. So, if it's okay with you, I would love to pray for us today. Yes, I'm very grateful for that. Thank you, Lee. Heavenly Father, we praise you that you do graciously give us all things through King Jesus. And Lord, we just pray for our friends that are listening. That as you have stirred in their hearts generosity, that they would be able to turn and teach the kids in their lives about that too. Lord, would you make the gospel shine brightly to those around them as their kids move in generosity? Lord, highlight the things that you want us to see, things that we need to be more thankful for in this season. Lord, thank you for Bible School. Would you continue to bless that ministry? and the givers in Jesus'
0: name. Amen. Amen. Well, I don't know about you, but I desire for my kids to know the truth in the book of Matthew that says, it's more blessed to give than to receive. I love how this episode shares practical ideas to help our children participate in kingdom work and in turn experience God. Have you found the treasure in giving back what God has so graciously given you? We would love to hear your stories. Tell us how you help the kids in your life learn and practice generosity. Talk with us on Facebook and Instagram at Bible2School. As you heard discussed today, Bible2School is thrilled to participate in Giving Tuesday, a global generosity movement. On November 29th, 2022, people all around the nation are coming together to strengthen communities and change our world. Will you join us in our mission of sharing Jesus with children in the public schools? Here's how you can participate in Giving Tuesday. Mark your calendar, spread the word, give on November 29th. To do so, go to our website, Bible2school.com. That's Bible2school.com and click on the Donate tab. Finally, please be sure you circle back here next week. Corey is interviewing with Josh Ank, President and Chief Story Officer of Sight and Sound Ministries, who will give us the inside scoop regarding their first ever film called I Heard the Bells, coming to theaters December 1st. And remember, you can tell the children about the love and generosity of Jesus.